Hello, I'm Will, and this is my wife, Dallas. Hi! And this is Not the Beginning, the podcast where a longtime Wheel of Time fan and a Wheel of Time newbie read through each of the 14 books in this long series. Warning, this podcast may not be suitable for younger audiences and will contain spoilers. If you've not read Robert Jordan's The Dragon Reborn, please proceed with caution. Hold this for me, Master Gill, Matt said, and tossed him the wash leather purse. What's this, lad? Coin? Stakes. Gabriel doesn't know it, but he and I have a wager. The cat jumped down as Matt picked up the wooden dice cup and spun the dice out on the table. Five sixes. And I always win. On this episode of Not the Beginning, we will be diving in and discussing chapters 47 to 50 of The Dragon Reborn. Note, I have not read past chapter 50, and Will is going to do his best not to bring anything from the rest of The Dragon Reborn or the next 11 books in during our our discussion. So as long as you've read through chapter 50, you should be good. If you haven't, I recommend pausing here and going to read them. Chapter summaries, as always, from dragonmount.com. Matt informs Tom and innkeeper Basil Gill of what he learned in the palace. Egwene, Elaine, and Nynaeve arrive in Tyr. They board with a wise woman named Mother Gwenna. Mother Gwenna brings Julin Sandar, a thief catcher. Nynaeve describes the Black Aja sisters and sets him to search for them. Matt and Tom arrive in Tyr during a thunderstorm and search inns until they find Komar Dyson. Matt confronts him. Komar attacks and ends with his back broken, but lets slip that there are more people hunting for Elaine and the others. Perrin's group arrives in Tyr. Loyal notices the same sense of wrongness as in Ilion. Perrin lends a hand at a blacksmith's shop beside their inn and is given a hammer. Moraine announces that the forsaken Balal is in the city, disguised as a high lord. Lan has also spotted Aiel in the city. All right, nearing the end. And again, you can tell. Yeah. Everybody's in the same place again. Yeah, everyone's back where they should be or are all going to be the end of the plot. We assume. We don't know about Ram. Hey, he's in tear. <laughs> he's li- on the book cover, he's literally holding Kalandor. Unless he's somehow... Not really hold- he's not yet holding Kalandor on the book cover. Okay, he's reaching for Kalandor, <laughs> so he has to be where Kalandor is. He's in the dream world. <laughs> you guys can't uh, one of not amuse me. <laughs> yeah, Rand's problem tier. Or he's at least going to be in tier. He is in the real world heading for tier. Yes. Like, that's his stated goal. He wants... But we don't start in tier. No, that is how we kind of end. Yeah, it's like it's like four chapters, one of which is kind of the, the like, wrap-up from Matt visiting Andorin Royal Palace and delivering the note. Yep. And then each chapter after that is, hey, look, somebody else is in tier. Hey, look, somebody else is in tier. Hey, look, everybody's in tier. <laughs> Except for Rand. Right. This is a rare section you don't and get like a little snippet. No, we've kind of weird managed to get like a little bit of rand in each section except for this one. And I think the last one. Uh, maybe the last one. Remember, there's, I mean, either way, there's, again, it's a it's a rand book that's not about rand, or it's a book that's about rand with no rand, essentially. Okay. Yeah, we needed a little bit of a break. Yeah. From the sad boy hour. And I think him not being in this book is especially good given its character pace. Maybe that's why he's not in it. Could be. Cause, like, I because feel like... he needed to lengthen what was going on. He being, yeah. um, needed to length going on. Do that as Right. I feel like as far as the plot goes, it like the plot is moving at a wheel of some pace. Like it's, you know, everybody needs to go to tier for something. We're, we're not getting a whole bunch of exactly what that is because we're not in the main character's perspective. But, you know, we're definitely, we're 80% of the way through and they're all in the same place, which has happened in both other books. We're 90%. We're 90% of the way through and they're all in the same place, which is what happened in both of the other books. Like they were where they needed to be when the big thing happens. Yeah, we're all... It's just in this book, we're not seeing the main character do the plot. So 
we're left with all these other side things. And it's good because I think that given the like slowdown on how he had to pull everybody's character, it would be really bad for readers if they saw Insane Rand and then marginally more Sane Rand in the next book. Yeah, you can't go backwards really, not in right. this world. Right. And here, like, like it, obviously, it, if he had act proper care, then maybe just in general mental health times. But like, if he wasn't magically go seen, like, you know, had if it were some sort of more mundane insanity, yeah. You know, mundane. Right. So it's like there's non fantastical sanity. There is literal evil in in Rand's right. There's no no amount of like therapy is gonna help you get that. No, he's just going to go insane because right. he can channel. No amount of therapy. And so him not being in this book allows Robert Jordan the next book to kind of adjust and be like, okay, well we clearly just we just didn't see the whole picture in the dragon. Right. So Rand acting weird, like, okay, well we're not we don't know because all the snippets that we get from Rand are like he's being and it's not like he he's paranoid. He did. He's actually being hunted. Yeah, there's people after him. Now, I, I, <laughs> there was no confirmation that the head's corpse Neil were actually dark friends. There was no verbal con of that or con of that. And right. so, it's weird. It's so weird. Yep. You know who's the least weird in this book and who we actually do see in this section? Matt. Yes. Matt's the least weird. He's the most little shit. The quote that we did at the beginning of this episode is like the epitome of Matt's little shittedness. Later, he's a capital L little shit. I really wish we're going to talk about it in the, in the last. He does something in the next, what, like three chapters? We only have like three or four chapters left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like a couple chapters left. Right. He does something that we are going to talk five so chapters. much. Five Gs. Uh, of- that we're going to need to talk about at length. Uh, when he does it, I, I am expecting some loud noises to come from you when you're reading it. Okay. So we'll have a good amount of pre-episode discussion. Okay. I know that this is riveting podcast content, talking about stuff that's going to happen and talking about us not talking about it on the podcast. I mean, I, but you it, it was the last, no, it wasn't the last section of I Have the World, I Have Crossed. It was that the was, one before that, that. Was, that. was this episode's yeah. uh, in I Have the World. I almost a book across. I didn't book and I wasn't that mad at it, but <laughs> I did need to put the book down and not for the rest of the day. <laughs> Land, this won't do this. This will make you want to read. Okay. It's a great moment. Matt has a, a couple other great moments in this section, starting with him coming back to the inn and just kind of like offhandedly going, oh yeah, Gabriel wants to kill Elaine. He does not give a fuck. Not at all. No fucks are given. Because like Gabriel is not, he's not the queen. And Basil Gill goes to length to say he will never be in charge. Yeah, I'm going to. Right. Andor does not do kings. They only do. Right. To the point where like Morgays is only in power because of a session war. Tigraine, the previous queen, I think Tigraine was queen. I guess she was queen or daughter heir. She had a son, Galad. Yeah. Most other countries would just be like, okay, well, Galad's next. Nope. Not Andor. They're going to fight a war about. Honestly, I kind of dig it because most countries are like, oh, you had, you only had a girl? Well, looks like it's your random cousin on your, it's like your cousin four times removed. Yeah, most countries are like, oh, you only had a, have a daughter? Let's have a war about that. Because man, dude. Andor is like, but what if we did the opposite? opposite? Yeah. How about we take that idea and make it different? Anyway, Matt's just like throwing kind of shade left and right. And he, the, one of the things I found really funny is he kind of gets the guard that let him in to do it too. Yeah, because 
he's very he was who um Talonvor because he asks Talonvor like, do you loyal support Mor- Gabriel. and Gabriel and he's like I more I loyally support Morgays and just leaves Gabriel out of it which is like okay yeah okay. Talonvor like, seems like a stand up guard yeah because he he does his job he's like who the fuck are you right and, but then Matt's like I have a letter he's like okay who's the letter from he like does his job figures out who it's from is like okay well the queen is actually going to want to hear you and then he like chastises the guard that didn't let him in and is like your captain's gonna because it was one of Gabriel's men right so uh, the other thing in this section is that Basil Gill definitely draws kind of a line between a further line we're, we're getting kind of a, a sub subplot in, in the like Gabriel Morgay's stuff yeah where there's a divide in the city between Gabriel's and we, we had started to get that before Basil Gill mentioned it more but here we realize like okay well he came in claims to be a noble from the two rivers which confuses Matt right because and then he's like maybe it wasn't but it was somewhere near there and okay so like Matt walks is like Gabriel wants to kill more kill Elaine right can you tell me all about him and then Bale's like okay like not even like yeah sure I'll tell you all about him he's a loyal queen and he's like well did you tell Margay's her advisor wants to kill her daughter and he's like yeah I just walked right up and was like hey this man that you're in love with <laughs> like you're and that you're like a lovesick puppy for wants to kill your daughter right in front of everyone no I didn't yeah. do that <laughs> I overheard maybe this man that you seem to be in love with ordering somebody else to go kill your daughter that's gonna go over well right no I didn't do that so just like sarcastic Matt sarcastic Matt is best Matt Matt shit yeah and we get a little bit of and that's when we get all this issue yeah, about Gabriel right claims to be from around the two rivers matt's like maybe he could be from Berlon. that they could maybe do nobles up there but the two rivers doesn't do nobles. yeah we don't have a lord right nowhere he's like nowhere near us not even like the name like like right. it's just not a thing to do yeah who would lord of sheep Rand. randall thor lord the, the shepherd sheep. reborn <laughs> but so he, he shows up when the white cloaks are kind of causing trouble and like quells yeah, there's, riots after there's riots in civil left. war and all of it sounds bad yeah, and Gabriel came in and put them down. Basil Gill says that he maybe put them down a bit violently, yeah. like more harshly than they perhaps deserved, but he still put them down and kind of restored order. That's why people follow him. Right. However, his men are re- remain kind of, I would say, oppressive almost. That's what it seems like. And he'll also mention back. Which has thinking, and the way the scene started to run together with all of the other towns that had bad dreams. Yeah. But the way Basil Gill talking about his bad dreams as in conjungle mark, mm-hmm. and what are the other two people where we know people that we learn that people in Tyr are having bad dreams mm-hmm. and Ilian. What do Tyr and Ilian have in common? Last episode I said that I think that Gabriel was a dark friend. Mm-hmm. I still think that because I think he's a <laughs> forsaken. Okay. Earlier you were saying in some of our like free discussion you think maybe in response to a bad dream. Do you do you no longer think that? I think it's possible I th- or rather I don't think that it's necessarily she's the reason that, that people are having bad dreams at all. I think that we later find out uh, Matt has to go on the run accidentally killing someone that he, they're having dreams of rant. And so I think that I think this, that's land. Here. I think that's land, but we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. There is some stuff in between because that's like the very end. That's the parent stuff. Yeah, that's the parent stuff. Which is like the very No, the that's last Matt. Chapter. Oh, it's Matt. It's Matt? Yeah. I thought it was parent. No, it's because it, it's Matt that acts more. They have to go on the right, run right. and it's like, it's okay. I'll tell them that a, bl- a red haired <laughs> guy with silver eyes did it and I can just hear Matt going no <laughs> yeah I'll tell them that this person matching Rand's description 
exactly. They'll believe that. Yep. So, yeah, I'm wondering, Gabe. Okay, that would make him not a dark friend. It would make him not a dark friend. Well, like, I knew he had some sort of plot going on. Yep. And, like, just the Forsaken that is a high. Yep. The for- What was the... They- uh, something similar to... People in power. Can't what is maybe people? Maybe he's the queen's advice. But he has... But he can't be the king because they don't do... That's true. Caitlin. So what is the next best thing? The queen's advisor, The maybe. queen's advisor or... Th- yeah, which, uh, <laughs> some yikes stuff. You, there's generally some yikes stuff. Yeah. We'll get there, though. Yeah. Uh, we're, okay. we're three books in. Uh, you can feel... No, I'm confused at what you were saying. Oh, don't worry You're about it yet. Me... Don't worry about it. Stop trying to be purpose. Don't say anything at all. Let's move to Egwene so I can be less... <laughs> yes. They're on a boat. Everyone's on boats. Everyone gets on boats. Go in some place, take a boat. Traveling over land, take a boat. Find and... a river, take a boat. It's faster. Yeah. Well, going to Tyr, they I had to, like, elves. Aaron. Yeah. Which and... Matt also had to go to. Yep, because he also was like, I'm going to It's on the river. Yeah, they're like, we can't, so got to right. Tom, and yep. then we get to seasick on a boat. So is my niece. Sort of. She's more, uh, <laughs> she has, she's a sympathetic seasicker. Uh, Nynaeve is very seasick and is vomiting, and Nynaeve vomiting sets off Egwene vomit. Yep, and Elaine's why? Elaine's just like, it's a boat. I like the water. Yeah, she's just embroidering. She's having a great time, except when Egwene and Nynaeve argue. Okay, they just randomly start... Well, have they been arguing this entire time and I just missed it? Because, yeah. okay. M- less in the tower where there were more clear power dynamic. But, well, like, this arguing seemed all of a sudden and out of, so it might have dissolved. I don't know. It wasn't, so there are two things. It wasn't as obvious, and their situation is very, up until they were both accepted, Nynaeve was always the one above. She was the wisdom. She was an accepted. She was always higher than Egwene in power higher. Here, they're equal. And they're, like, true equals, because they both have to make decisions, and they both have to kind of like take the lead in some part yeah it just it seemed all of a sudden as in like last episode i last still have been out of the tower of for the tower. Ha- m- most of the books that's yeah they really only did one thing which was heal somebody and that's clearly not Do, have i just come to where the hell is everything in the wheel of syndrome possibly i think so i think i am starting because i don't it's necessarily easy. know now that they were even in the last just yeah so the last time we saw them they had just left they had just healed fall. If there was, it was very un- I honestly It's all either. starting together. Yep. I am starting to get to the point where, was that this book or last book? <laughs> and I don't know if that's because it takes us a while to stop and record or whatnot. No, but... it's the it's it's an epic fantasy series that happens and it happens a lot. The middle book, I swear to God, I cannot tell you distinct events from the beginning of book seven to most of the way through book nine. Stuff happens. Important things happen. Do I remember what they are? None. <laughs> Nuts. I would say those are those are the slog book. Okay. It, they're not the worst. Like interesting stuff happens in them. Yes, that's right. The second book in a. I will say having you know I've read through them a couple times. The point of the podcast. It is the podcast. I don't think any of the slog bad. Okay. I think that they just kind of run together where they are in the series. That's fair. The only thing that I would say is not a particularly great book is Swords of Twilight. That's book ten. Yeah. Because it's one of those ones that partially overlapping book. Yeah. It's not great. I don't like it. Why? But then Knife of Dreams book eleven. It's quite thing. And 12, 13, 14 all and strong. It's Brando's. Uh, he might be. I mean, Cosmere is just so sad. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if Stormlight over time. It it has a chance. Hi. That's true. And also, like this is kind of Robert. Mm, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of others. Like you know, Brandon, Brando, Sando, and like <laughs> sci-fi young adult, and yeah. so many different things. So that like you get more of. Do I just like it? Like the author, right? Robert Jordan's biggest thing, sure. But he's done. Uh, back to 
to Robert Jordan and the Wheel of Time. They, Egwene, Elaine, and Nynaeve do eventually arrive in Tyr, where they're immediately struck by, one, how oddly people are dressed, and two, how goddamn muddy it is. Yep. They're like, how does anybody keep their clothes clean? And then they look around and everybody's wearing clogs. Yep, everyone's wearing, like, stilt clogs. Yep. They're all wooden on stilt. And another thing... Which I, is a genius way to get around. It is. Another thing I noticed about Tyr, and it's it's not, you know, this is not some profound revelation. Just didn't overly pay attention to it before this particular rerun. Swan comes by the talking by fish in a true way. They Everyone all talk talks about, about fish. fish. Mother Gwenna, Julian Sandar, they're both like, yeah, it's like catching fish. Yeah, they all talk about fish. And like, Which neither is... of them, at least Swan is the daughter of a fisherman, neither of them are fisher, like, they don't come from fishermen. They're in a fish town, though. They're in a... Like, it's like a southern phrase. It's very much like you pick up southern phrase, like, that don't make any sense, like, dumber than a box of hair. What is that even, like, where did that come from? Who thought of that? To be fair, a box of hair is pretty dumb. Just throw it out. Hair. You want to please don't. <laughs> you want another bag of hair? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they're wearing clogs. Yeah. They, they get some clogs, don't they? No. I don't they don't. They so. think about it. They think about it. After but then trudging they just, through the mud. Well, then they just get on them. Go look for a wisdom because Nynaeve is like, I. They don't want to use an inn because they're like, the Black Aja could be looking. Right. They don't want to go to an inn. Also, yep. Yep. Gotta and go find a... they go to a wisdom who's called a mother. Yeah. Here. They call them. Uh, partially, I think there's a little bit of there's some culture here where Mother Gwenna is like, they would call me a wise. Anything like seen as too close. So they call me. Yeah. And she straight away quizzes Nynaeve. Nynaeve quizzes right back. It's like a quiz bowl, and I kind of love it. And you can just see Egwene and Elaine in the background getting... Like, like he actually writes in that they're getting bored. Yep. He, in case you didn't in case you didn't know, it was one of those rare Robert Jordan tell moments. Like, he's not showing. He's telling. Yep. I am bored. Yep. And it actually works pretty well. Though. It does. Because, like, it makes sense to, like, tell that and shorten. Yeah. Instead of going through the whole thing does like he does that very he does the opposite of that doesn't tell show with and his mouth with um parents black he does describe the blacks a lot more in depth than discussion which and makes scene. more a lot more sense to describe in depth because we get a lot of we already get a lot of nynaeve does because yeah. we get a description of every time one power merges it with stuff yeah we've gotten several nynaeve still knows at her heart healer parent need to figure out he is and you know remember blacks yeah. like oh, i am a black we will get back because i want to spend some at this mother's house one they they get some room and board and they don't pay for it. Nope, she's, she's like, it's fine, shit. And if, I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like, and they ask for, it. Elaine has an idea earlier, get a thief taker, kind of like Hira, to find the Black Aja instead of having them go out because that would be a little, yeah. So Mother Gwena says that she knows someone. Yep. And it turns out to be Julian Sandar, a dude wearing a hat. Okay. We've not met him. Okay. Uh, he's, he's wearing a hat. He's got like a sword breaker. He doesn't carry a sword. What is a sword? Uh, It's vaguely sword shaped. Like it's, it's got a handle and a hilt a straight piece of metal but it has notches in it so you can catch a sword and twist it. Okay, so it's like a defense. Yeah, it's, it's a way to, I guess, less leaf. Still a metal but catch sword. And they give Julin the descriptions of all the women in the Black Aja mm-hmm. and they're like, do not try and catch them. Just tell us where they are. They are very, very dangerous. Yeah, Nynaeve's like, they will. Right. It does not matter how powerful. She goes like to very extreme length right. to be like, this is what will happen. You try to even find out still. Yep. He's like, I will treat them as if they're all all Aes Sedai and Black Aja. Egwene's just like, like mm, Egwene's um, choking on her tea. Yep. And he's like, oh, 
I didn't mean to startle you. Because <laughs> he took it as like, oh, no. <laughs> Not the Black Asha. Yup. Which, I mean... I, he's right and she's right. No, they, they are kind of like, oh, no, the Black Asha, but not... Right. He also says, they're, like, describing her, or the, the women of the Black Asha, and he's like, I've heard of thieves before, and I've heard of groups of thieves. Rather, I've heard of women thieves, and I've heard of groups of thieves, but never a group of women thieves. Very much, like, as you, you said. You can't do Ocean's Eleven, but with women. You couldn't do a heist movie with women. And then they, they did. did. I have no idea if it's good or not. Yeah, I'd like to know if it were good. I mean, he's got less still. So. I have no idea who's in it. All I know is that they made it. It's and... a bunch of SNL people, which is why I had high hopes for it. I ended up watching See, it. See, that gives me like mixed hopes because I feel like those movies are those movies tend to be either good or bad, not in the middle. Well, they've got a bunch of Stardenel, which well, I mean, and same, are no longer same thing. But I haven't heard anything about it. Assuming not bad. Yeah, not if like it was stellar, if it was either stellar or absolutely awful, I probably would have heard something. Yeah, but I didn't hear anything, so I'm assuming it's like yeah, it's a movie. It's like at least it proves you can, in fact, do a high with women and thirteen kills a bunch and yep. kill a bunch. Yep. He's like, oh, I have no qualms about. Uh, he's like, he tells me about getting hit by a woman. Like I learned my yep. equally be murderers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just I can't tell if it's like I'm like <laughs> can't really tell. It is in a sense like he's not. Well, like I don't think that women aren't capable. Right, of he's not something. discrediting them because they're women. He's like they're women, but they're. But if you say they're bad, I believe you. Right. And he also they tell him not for that. Yeah. They're like we they're not of value but us. Right. Which is suspicious. A little bit. They're they're going about this in a very obvious way for trying to not be. Honest. Although Nynaeve is playing the lying without lying Isidai well. Yeah. In this because. She's, she says something about our mother sent us and we're yeah. looking for like and they killed our sister. Yeah. Which, Both yeah. Those things are those, true. Those things are true, just not yeah. actual blood relation. So it's very like, and that is what sparked this fight. Love. How much less obvious, like, or no, you're not being obvious enough. Like, we should just tell them. Really tell them that we're a bunch <laughs> of eyes that I? Like, right. In tear? Yeah. The Elaine, I know, the Egwene naive stuff is Elaine, just, Elaine basically just like hits him <laughs> over the head and is like, I don't like She actually either. hits him too. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine takes no shit about this. She is done. She, is she also a... asks Mother. She asks Mother Gwenna, like, what would you do for two women who are arguing about something dumb? She's like, dunk their head in water. Yep. <laughs> and it's... make them pay for it. Yep. And it usually stops from arguing. And she'll offer she'll offer to do it the second time for free. <laughs> But usually she doesn't have to because it'd be less. Yep. Pay me money and I'll dunk your head water. Stop arguing. That's, that's a good way to go, do it, I guess. I mean. Elaine just hits him. <laughs> which is a. Just like smacks him up the back of the head. Yeah, basically. Stop it. <laughs> like the princess in her is getting tired of it. Yeah. It's really. There was a moment that you can definitely tell this dog. Yeah. Because I bet that like if Elaine Gawain were ever fight as kids. Smacked. You have not yet met a character named Linny. You'll find. Oh, I guess that's not that much spoiler. Linny is Elaine like nursemaid. More like nanny. Nursemaid. Except I don't think Linny was old when Nynaeve was or when Elaine was born. Linny was also Morghese's. She okay. might have actually been Morghese. There was no nursing going on for Elaine, though. Yeah, okay. Which is where the term comes from. Yeah. So, Nanny Best. Yeah, Nanny. Okay. Something like they that. They lived there, so. Yeah, except in a, in a court setting. It's like that's just their job. Court. Opera is usually somebody who doesn't, who's not like employed by court. Right. We are getting off topic. You haven't met Linny yet. There's a reason it's like, and it's not just because she's related. Still near them. Probably. Absolutely. Probably. For fighting. She probably didn't hit Lod. Gilad doesn't do things that are worth smacking over. No, well, I mean. Sternly worded lectures. Mac, Matt smacked the shit out of him. Yes, but with a stick. Glad. He did. You don't like <laughs> 
<laughs> He's a complex. Don't, it's not like I hate him. That's fair. That's that's all the Elaine Egwene Eve stuff. They are often called the Power Girls. Well, actually, that is not it isn't? all of it. Oh, there's all the dream stuff. Yeah, there's there's the big thing that happens. Actually, she goes into the dream world. She sees Leandrin at Kalimdor. Leandrin right, turns right, around right, and right. sees her. She's jolted out of the dream on her own this time. She, she's always had to be woken from the world. Yeah. This time she got she pulled out on her own, and then uh, and then we good. shift back to Matt, who is on a boat. Boats, boats, the book. They spend a lot of time on boats. Actually, mm-hmm. they don't spend a lot of time on. They spend a lot of time getting onto and off of boats. Yeah, because they usually skip the boat. Yeah, which I don't mind. I don't, we didn't need to see them do all the travel. Yeah, I mean, do I do I wish pirate possible? Yeah, and smug pirates. <laughs> That's who I was trying to remember. Sir Davos Seaworth is not a pirate. He's just a smuggler. Yeah, because he said that. I'm like, who in game would that remind me of? Obviously, we need the same actor. to That that would mean that we couldn't get get lesbian pirate Kale Domon. (laughs) Kale Domon, who ain't so bad. Yeah. The closest thing, I think, to an actual pirate we've gotten has been Geenan, Shonjan. She's not a pirate because part of a navy. Yeah. She had Demone. (laughs) Very fair. Very. We're getting off topic again. This is the off topic. It is. Matt's in tier. It's raining. Seems to do that a lot, given given the amount of mud in the city. Yeah. And they're like, okay, how do we find Komar? Let's go look at each inn that we find. Yeah, so Matt's like, I refuse to sleep until I find Komar. And, yep. And Tom's Tom. tired. Tom is tired. Tom is an old man. He needs his rest. Nah. Just a good nap in a nice inn that he could play for. He could play for the inn and they'd get the room. For- yeah. Not that money. Ma- no, he keeps getting more. He's, he goes and he just he keeps winning a dice at all these inns, too. Yep, he goes and they go through every goal. And finally, Tom's just like, walked past. Yep. Okay, we'll try two more. Pick him at Rand's time. And then the first one he walks into, Kalmar's at. Yup. <laughs> Who is all, is actually cheating at dice. I don't think we can consider what Matt does. No, because he's not altering it in any way. He's not. He's just The Tavira. pattern is, but he can't control it. And no. I feel like, so therefore, it's not cheating. Right. He's not, like, tipping the, the scales in his favor in any way, other than just by existing. And that doesn't... Can't, yeah. But he's like, we need to get that guy arrested. It's like, not even subtle that's happening. Right. He walks right into the inn. Came's like, someone wants to kill Elaine. And he walks in and he's like, we need to arrest that guy. And they're like, <laughs> for what? Di- like, cheating at dice? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, we can't prove it. And he's like, what if I can just walks over to him? Here we go. Yep. About how did Tom? Yeah. You don't want to weight your dice so that you always. And because they're like, how did dice? Everyone's you, Tom. Right. And so Matt's like, cool, now I know that. And when he goes and dies, Comb, he's like, no, I'll put them back in the cup. Yeah. And Comb, Matt's just like, I will just roll. We both get the exact same result enough time. People will think. Right. Because they're his dice. <laughs> Instead, he gets all sixes. Come on, with Matt. With weighted dice. But this does drive Komar into a fury, and he he's like, jumps over the table and tries to tackle and kill Matt. Yep. But breaks his back in the process. Well, Matt does throw him. Yeah. Because Matt loses his, he tries to get the quarter staff, and it just doesn't work. work. So he he's falls like, over. And so he's just like, screw it. And he just like flips him over his head as hard as he can. And Is that the human equivalent in all sixes? I think did, did so. He just, did he just roll a broken back? He did. I think that is what happened. Yeah. It's it's over. Because what are the odds? I know. Like, you have to land a certain way. And Komar is, like, a, he's a soldier. Right. So, like, he is stronger than most people and be able to withstand getting injured. Like, or, at least, me, or at least fall in a way that wouldn't injure. Right. Like, if you threw me a certain way, like, I'm probably going to be out for the count. But if you maybe threw you or martial arts, you'd, yeah. like, land a certain way or just be able to withstand more stronger than I am. Right. 
I am a type who has no muscle or coordination. Either do or don't fight. It's either either you're going to be very successful or not at all successful. I think if I ever had for Matt, fighting is probably not get out of it. No. It's Matt. I can just flirt my way out. Yep, yep. It's fine. That is act. And it's Matt. I would yeah. well, Biden. But Komar, love him. Komar dies. Yeah, Komar dies. But, but not after, not until. Yep, there's more than just him going after. And they're not already dead. That is that is true. If there's more people going after them, they're not dead. Well, and he actually says, no, I haven't found them yet. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah, I feel like what the girls are doing is very effective at hiding from people like Komar, but is not going to be particularly effective at hiding. Yeah, I can see that. I said I are just more intelligent. They are. Than like random dude, because they're all. I mean, one, they're Aes Sedai, and so they're, they, like, study and learn. Two, they're Black Aja, so they are well-versed in the ways of subterfuge. And Leandrin literally saw her, so they're that. Even discounting. I had a, I had a, they're old, so they've been around the block more than most people. More than probably two people combined. Six, she's like four. But she looks like she's, like, in right. She, in my head, she's, got she's gray hair, but gray. She's got gray hair, which for an Aes Sedai means she's... Yeah, like, I I picture, I think I'm past in my head, like a think, baron. I think there's only one living Aes Sedai. I older. We haven't. Or Tom- never we never, we've never ever heard from Tomas. Just- he shows up in one scene, doesn't say anything, and then is gone. Yep, you just hear about him because she left. Just How dare left. you just leave Tomas? This is not a Tomas <sighs> podcast as no. much as I would have that Tomas just yep. Do we ever even see him again? Uh, mm, we at least hear of him again. Same thing. <laughs> I think we do see him again. I think he might actually have lines. I know. No. no, no. I said I. Anyway, back to the dead Komar. Yes. Yep. Matt and Tom are both just like, um, I didn't, we didn't mean to do that. What do we do now? And the innkeeper's like, it's fine. I'll like, I'll, I'll make something up. I'll just say that some guy with red hair and silver eyes. Uh, and I can just see Matt going, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yep. Yep. There, he's gonna... there are two more things with Matt. By the end of the section, Tom is pretty sick. Yeah. He has a cough. They go in at random or. Yeah. The... And that leads into the other thing, which is that Matt's kind of figured out his luck. He has. He's figured out like, okay, I have to. That's why I win at dice, but not at stone. Right. Like, so he, I have to be ran so what my rant does. That's that's all with Matt. Yeah. He's a relic who has some kind of explosive stuff. We, he does have actual explosives. He has actual I didn't even explosives. mean to do that. Here's what I need to use all this book. If he does not <laughs> set off all the fireworks at once, that is out of character. Okay. I need him to set off all of them at once. Like obliterate an army or something? I... Or like a division of an army? Something. I don't think he has enough. No, just I don't fireworks. think he does. They're just fireworks. But like, I need him to set all of them off a version or something. Okay. Something needs to happen with fire. Okay. Or I will. I'm going to say you won't be disappointed. Hype a bit. Now let's move to Perrin. Yeah. Perrin gets off a boat. He does. Fayil is why they're Fayil just wonders where they are, why they're there at all times. I mean, to be fair to her, she's very caught up in this. It's... And it's it's even worse later when Loyal is like, oh no, not another Forsaken. And we have to go meet the Forsaken? And Moraine and is like, you can, you go. can go. And he's like, want. oh, if I have to go, stay. <laughs> and she's like, then stop complaining. Right. And Fahil's just like, can I? And then the look no. on Moraine's face, you're staying. <laughs> I think because she does trust Loyal back to the stand. Right. And she doesn't trust Right. Which is fair. I kind of wish I could get Fahil a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because I be feel good. like she's like, cute black. So I thought, maybe I'll see what goes on. And maybe now he'll I'm lead s- me to the Horde of Valir. And if he doesn't, at least I get to spend time with this cute boy. And now I'm stuck. And there's a dragon. And I don't even get the horn. What the fuck is happening? The horn's already been blown. And there's this really annoying eyes to 
sky. And she's just and like... And then there's just this rock over in the corner, gesturing at Lamb. She's like, this is the last time I make decisions off of cute boys. That's, I feel like that's feels like... <laughs> it's like, this is the last time. Yeah. It's the last time I gave my ace. <laughs> yep. Parent. I feel like it was the arms that drew her in. The arms like trade. The blacks. The blacks. This is not a parent and Fayil podcast, although it's closer to that than a Tomah. It's closer than that, closer to that than any other this is not a blank podcast. And done. actually, this this is not off topic because no. they're like, we get some, there we get some more Fayil and parent stuff section. They are intentionally getting on. They are. They, I think they, they are like very tense. She's calling him like sheep herder and blacksmith farm boy. and farm boy. She doesn't call him blacksmith. She only calls him blacksmith after he does blacksmith. Does, does yeah. She? And it's like better. Yeah. He's like, I'm okay with it. Right. Because I don't think she calls him sheep herder. No, she doesn't. She just calls she him just farm calls boy. She just calls him farm boy because sheep herder is ex- and exclusively blacksmith. Exclusively ran. And yeah, that's exclusively ran. And Lamb calls him blacksmith. Yeah. <laughs> which leads folks like, yeah, I am a blacksmith. So what are you going to say, warder? <laughs> after, and that's after the blacksmith. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I am a blacksmith, but I'm, t- but my name is Perrin. Warder. Warder. And Moraine and Leon are both just like. <laughs> We'll get to that stuff. I think the the biggest, most important character thing, the like half a chapter in black, they show up in tier and Moraine's just, just like, I'm going to go do my own, do my own mysterious Aes Sedai, mm-hmm. you guys. And so he wanders around, goes to like some shops and he notices that there is a smithy attached to the inn. But the inn is between and like a weaver shop. So it's a very loud inn. Yeah. And he wants to go get a little quiet. So he goes to bang some metal on other. He wants mental quiet. Yeah. And he shows up and there's a, there's a blacksmith working away alone and he just like goes in and picks up a hand and he like goes in and just like starts helping without saying anything and the blacksmith just like looks at him is like what and then he okay. gives him a task like test him yeah and then he's like okay you can do good yeah you can help out right and he makes some like knives yeah he makes a bunch of knives he helps out with a bunch of projects he goes into jordan goes into really like ex- on how he's making these knives this is very much a moment where i can just be like i can see what robert jordan's i'm gonna do some blacks and then he falls into that thing that right which is you fall into a research hole and so now robert jordan all this stuff about blacksmithing and he's like well i might as well use it so he goes on for four pages which is totally fair. right and this the whole scene serves as perrin kind of recentering himself around what he was at home yeah he is a and he you can tell like at the beginning of it he's like disturbed right he's kind of like jumping from point mm-hmm. but during it he's very like laser focused on the the smithing and it brings mental quiet something he doesn't have to think about it and like it's, it's him it's him and just like you know when you're doing something that's like that you cast or he does like you center your thing with proper swing before seven like yeah. if you punch not having proper your punch will be as forceful I would say him yeah and so like it just brings him this mental quiet right and he gets done with the blacksmithing and he like feels the tension is the tension that he has until he that. sees them again uh, until he sees <laughs> but that's a different kind of tension it's not this like existential dread of being a wolf brother it's no, like it's pretty the, girl watched me do a thing it's the pretty girl who's been getting on my nerves like grumpy sunshine because they're not really enemies to lovers it's it no. is really that grumpy sunshine of like i am so annoyed by your son yeah and a, a couple things happen one fail is like visually imp- she's like clearly impressed yeah which like why wouldn't you but if i was watching perrin blacksmith i'd yeah. be impressed but then she's also like oh so you actually are a blacksmith is <laughs> like i'm just an apprentice and the blacksmith he's working with is like you're the best apprentice i've ever had to work with you could be a blacksmith if you wanted to be. Do you want to stay here and help me? (laughs) 
Yep. Parents says no, and then he gives him the hand, like he he's like pick up like the longest hammer because parents and it's like the best hammer he has. And the blacksmith is just like nobody else is going to use you. I'd rather you use it well than somebody else either not use it or use it badly. He's like use it because parents says something about like maybe someday I'll smith right. this. Yeah. And the blacksmith is like someday. Right. And so he takes his hammer and he's he ends kind of the the thing that we end with him. He's comparing the axe and the- and Lan axe says like if you can't carry both, pick one. I'm not going to have you down. <laughs> it's a very land thing and to that's say. And that's when, that's when the, uh, well, what are you going to do? Warder, basically. Right. Antagonistic, like, right. Yeah. process. That whole thing is, I kind of forgot. It's one of my, it, it might be in my, or it might be in my top ten the series. Okay. It's just, it's really good. Yeah. And, like, you don't, it's really good because you don't learn anything new about the character or even about the world. It just kind of brings a lot of stuff back into. It is one of those moments that I don't find a lot series, which is, talking about their day, about, like, why I romance is that you get a lot of their characters. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what the plot. Like, you can know what's going to happen. They're going to meet. They're going to have, like, a thing. They're going to have a falling out, or there's going to be something that takes part external. They're going to get back together. Like, you know what the plot's. What romance focuses on, and other genres do this. I just haven't found one that does it as consistently. It's like, there's so much stuff. And it's mm-hmm. not just on the two love interests, but, like, stuff with friends and stuff even within yourself. And there's not a whole lot of that yeah. in the series. And so when those moments pop up, like the black or that moment, Eye of the World, the boys are all just ragging yeah. on each other and talking about girls. Those are my favorite moments book because it's yeah. what I like. One of the things love. I also think that making some of the sword stuff do both. Like the way that characters fight says stuff about really, really, or yes, not in this book, but, but in this series. I think even like in a, in a fighting scene that's furthering the plot. Right, this I'm blacksmithing saying... scene doesn't have anything no. to do with the plot of this book. It is purely there to it's build. Just Karen, just it's just Perrin's journey. It's just parenting. It's yeah. just a character driven moment. It has nothing to do with the plot. Yeah. And that's why I like it. Yep. I it's like very, it. yeah. Because I get even, to forget what the plot is for a minute. I will say one thing that did it really, that did both very flick scene portal, right? That was a moment. It, yeah, it, it was, furthered the plot because they're they're getting to where they need to go. But it was also like, here is why Rand needs to be himself. Yeah. All of the, could have just said Matt, or you could have just said Rand has a bunch of visions and called it a day. And then, right. But he went into detail about this is how Rand's life is different. And this is how Rand's life is bad. It's different. Yeah. Rand is who he is and he has to be this in order for the world to not get fucked. And the uh, another book or in this section that does the same thing the blacks with the scene mother yeah are questioning each other. Yep. Like it doesn't have any relevance. Nope. But it's a moment of mind and Pretty interacting so. with another character. Yeah. And I'd say that talk to blacks finding a mentor almost like almost. He's, I, he's, he's, he's an he is an unnamed character in the Wheel of Time. But he's not gonna forget no. this character. No. And which is odd because he is but I feel <laughs> like I can see Perrin Men's guy over I think and over that again. Actually, I think that actually strengthens it. Him being unnamed being because this unnamed person was able to give Perrin the space he needed to kind of reset head. Yeah. There are three other things I want to touch on before we get to our... There is a... Yes. Belal, the net. Yeah, we get... Literally, that's about as much information as we get. Because Maureen's like, I love that you have all the information, but I don't... Quickly. Make it quick because I do not have time breaks. Right. But I need the... And we we learn he's sometimes called the net weaver. That's about it. He, he was seen as about the same level as Senate. Yeah. General, general leaders below lose Theron strength. Uh, and similarly below, we, we kind of get some higher here where we don't know where everybody else 
Silence is, but we know who's at the top of the Forsaken, and it's Ishamael and Yeah. Right. Which tracks, doesn't seem much of Ishamael, tracks with what we've seen of Lanfear. Ishamael is a weird prologue and I have... Volcano. Yeah, yeah. Volcano log. I think that's the only time I, we've actually smiled. Yeah, you might be right. Named as Ishamael. You might be right. We might have another code of Ishamael. We don't right. know Right, you suspect Gabriel is a Forsaken. That could be Ishamael. Who knows? Who knows? I do. That's the point of the podcast. That is this best. Um, Who knows? He's in Belal's and yep. he's a High Lord. He's High Lord Salmon. Is it kind of ironic the High Lord being High Salmon the fish? <laughs> it's it's not. It's, it's a coincidence, a, but it's a little fish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's all of all of Tyr. All of Tyr is a lot fish. Anyway, back to the other two things. There are Aiel and Tyr. Yep, Land Sauce. If he saw some, there's a lot more. Yep, saw them on the tops. And Moraine kind of gives a, like, gives kind of like an edgy teenager speech. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Where she's like, I'm much more dangerous in the two river. I know how to it's use like, bail And Which is like, what happened to Moraine? Great. Because we, <laughs> we did. It could be that that's what she was learning. The house uh, bandit could be, but like, she just went from normal Ives shit to like, I've seen some some shit. Yeah. It's like, what been you in the Great Hunt? Who knows? And maybe, is that why Lan is so much more stressed now? Well, Lan he's so much stressed. more stressed because he knows that Moraine expects. Yeah. Anyway, she says that Balefire is pretty much the only thing that's going to be effective for someone like her against one of the Forsaken. Yep. She's like, and only if I can get close. If he knows where I am, he could probably kill me without me seeing. But if I can get a jump on him, Balefire will. Right. Because even the Forsaken cannot stand Balefire. Right. Someone like Rand has other options. Maybe someone like Nynaeve again has other options. Like, good accidentally because they don't exist. Yeah, you're not wrong about it. There are reasons why they fail fire, but they don't know those yet. They don't know that they are. That True. is the biggest reason. Yeah. Is I don't know that Rand's ever... No, they have because they know that one of the Turangrial stole Kree marked very dangerous. Anyway, that was this section. A whole lot of... Good setup. A whole lot of... The book will be done in the next... We find out where it's going. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I had an so idea. Many, so many things happen in the next section. Like, I had an idea of where the last sex is gonna go. You have no idea here. I have like I can generally assume that Rand's probably gonna fight Balsamon in the sky again. Because <laughs> it's happened twice. So like why break tradition? Yeah. But that's just purely on it's happened twice. So if I have to have a prediction, it's gonna be that. That's fair. And there Very are fair. there are a yield in here. So like <laughs> just knowing that it's probably the same IEL we've already so we're gonna see the A B of IEL again. The, the ABC yield. Yeah we're gonna see the ABCs of IEL again. Robert met them once, so we're gonna again. Els Grinwell. <laughs> Bale Domon showing up in the Great Hunt, and I was like, what? We're not even done with Bale Domon. <laughs> but I did not expect that, and nope. since it's happened once, now I'm like, yeah, any character is gonna come back. Yeah. El, we are not done with Els. I don't know if we are or not. I wasn't expecting her to come up in this. She, I think she's just gonna be that character that you as an excuse. She's gonna That's be, because it's gonna be the name that these boys know, or at least Matt and Rand. <laughs> yeah. So, Matt is going to probably call himself Tom Grinwell for a few books. Maybe. If he needs a fake name, he's got one now. So She's not dead. She's not in the tower, though. I think it's recurring segment. Weird prophetic auras. Not unexplained. Egwene had a dream about Matt saying, I'm coming. Yeah. But he's there. Yeah, he is actively searching. No, I'm coming to save you. Like, girls that views. There are more, but they aren't that much different than what we've already talked about. So I didn't bother writing them down because they didn't seem... The only one that was really Matt. Ship update. Yes, he does. He <laughs> actually says that. Because she's like, basically, what are you going to do? And he's like, figure out how I feel about you, which seemed out of butt. It's not really. Like, it's it's less out of nowhere post the black. Yes, just my romance. If I was reading it as a romance, I'd be like, hmm, that escalated quickly, but I'm going to continue. For him, like, not for her. It was his head we were. That's true. Very true. Favorite, the black. I think that's, that might be my, mm, it's not my favorite. 
from the book. My favorite moment from the book is forthcoming. But it's it's in my favorite moments of series. Does does your favorite moment of the book have to do with who is becoming my favorite? It does have to do with Matt. Because I think just Matt, your favorite person. <laughs> it's just sarcastic. Does give a fuck. I don't want to change. That's fair. Like live my life as if I'm Matt Coffin. You do need to be very lucky. Live or live my life with the confidence of Matt Coffin. <laughs> it's like okay, like live live your life with the confidence. <laughs> oh man, but like no, live your life with the confidence of Matt Coffin. Yeah, holding dice. Yep. Okay, I will accept Matt as your favorite moment <laughs> from this section. That's fine. All of- yeah, all of the Matt quotes, and we'll probably actually. There's so much stuff in the next section. There's whole events that start and finish in the next section. It's crazy. I mean, we gotta have a battle in the sky, so we do I have, to assuming, have a battle in the sky. Assuming that a lot of shit happens. But speaking of the next section, next section, the last episode of this season, fifth through the end, or fifty-six. Because not all. Yep. Bye.